0: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast. It's Friday, so it's a crucial conversation. I'm joined by Jamal Crook and a special guest. We'll get that to you in a second. Jamal, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, man, as was, always.
0: Yeah. Everything's settling in at school? You had a busy week.
1: Yeah, man. This
0: Everything, whole getting up at 4.30, you threw me for a loop.
1: Yeah, man. You know, you got to. <laughs> Do what you gotta do, necessity.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. So, I'm excited today because um, we get a decent amount of feedback, and some of it, most of it positive. Occasionally, we get some people that have an issue with something or other, but for the most part, it's positive. And uh, one person has been sticking out particularly well because he understands my affinity for Kung Fu Panda. And he also understands Jamal's journey, especially his spiritual journey. And so seeing that he was a teacher, I was like, hey, we gotta have this guy on. So we're joining with Zach Schaefer. Zach, thank you for being on the show.
2: My joy, my joy. Happy Friday, all.
0: Yeah. So Zach, uh, other than the fact that you give us valuable feedback, and we sincerely appreciate that, tell, tell everybody what you do, what your position you got there.
2: Absolutely. I get to teach 10th grade Bible at North Cobb Christian School in Ackworth, Georgia. It's um, uh, northwest metro Atlanta. And I guess that's my professional job. I also get to be married to the world's best woman and raise the world's best son. How's that?
0: I mean, Jamal and I are going to have, we might, we we would have a few people that could fill out that world's best title too, but we'll leave it at that. I like your out. I like your insight there, which actually I've done some work in Ackworth, uh, did some uh, work there at the public schools and uh, spoke out there. Really nice community. Really enjoyed it.
2: It is. Rock on, man. I'm sorry I missed you.
0: (laughs) This is like three years ago. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we enjoyed ourselves. Um, So I Jamal and I were just talking and, and, you know, we appreciate the feedback, but uh, just uh, from an outsider's point of view about crucial conversations, what are you getting out of it? And, and what else could we add for more teachers?
2: Oh, what am I getting out of it, man? It's um, well, let me, let me try to answer with each of you. Um, Mr. wetrick you give me excitement and um ideas like i mean opportunities are everywhere man that's that's fantastic and um, be a seeker and peeker not a moaner and groaner Uh, one of the things i find with a lot of people is um, i guess the tendency is you just want to gripe until somebody comes over and fixes your problem or maybe you get the little badge of commiseration and that's all seems like that's all a lot of people want so i love the idea of okay let's Let's figure out a way to solve this problem, You know, make the opportunity or make the obstacle the opportunity. And then um, Jamal, you've, uh, Mr. Crook, sorry, you've, um, you're just fantastic at like the big picture. You know, what, what is our objective here? What is, what is the end goal? Um, how do we care about people along the way? I mean, that's something else. You've really helped me out with Mr. Metric. One of the things you're always saying is um, how do we bring value to others? And teach kids to do that. So, anyway, that's that's the uh, little answer to your first question.
0: Okay. No more Mr. Wetrick and Mr. crook either. (laughs) (laughs) Non small.
2: I'll work on that. I'll work on that. Yeah.
0: No, I, I'm glad you picked up on that. I mean, it's funny because like um, if there's one thing Jamal and I like doing is, you know, the the whole start of this is just us. Like Jamal and I would get into these deep conversations. And actually it started off with, you know, him coming out to Indianapolis and and we worked on some stuff here in, and Indy and we just kept getting these conversations. And I kind of half serious, half jokingly said, we should record these um, mostly because we have different backgrounds, but similar mindsets. And uh, so I I agree with you that the Jamal's kind of got a balance to him and kind of a, he's, he's the stake to my sizzle. (laughs) Sometimes I get all carried away and I get, I'm getting all excited about an idea and Jamal brings it back to the stake. So I appreciate that. I did want to ask though, like in, in these crucial conversations, you know, what is, what are some of the things that are you're facing at your school that you're I don't want to say struggling with, but like what's your bigger challenge now as an educator?
2: Oh, goodness. Um, Supposedly, I don't know if this is true, but there's this anecdote that um, Vince Lombardi would always start his seasons by showing his team a football and saying, gentlemen, this is the football. The goal is to get it to the end zone. And I say that because I think for me, the biggest goal is always how do I accomplish my objective? How do I um like for me the core of every lesson plan is what in the world do I want my kids to think feel do it's not about how I teach it's about how they learn and so I'm always trying to figure out what's the best way for me with the resources I've got and the kids I've got to get them to think feel do whatever the objective is um so that's not really a a challenge per se but I think that's always going to be I mean that's our end zone as teachers right you know, getting kids yeah. to think, feel, do. Um, I guess probably my second goal, if I could, you know, have a education genie, my second wish would be how do I, how do I bring all of my colleagues on board with this idea? You know, the the innovation, the excitement, the um, whatever. And I have great colleagues. I mean, they're they're fantastic. Uh, I don't put them down at all. I love where I get to work. But when you find a good thing, you want to share it. So you know how do I, how do I spread the excitement? Jamal talks a lot about buy in, and I'd love to figure out better ways to help everybody—parents, students, teachers—buy in to, I guess, a, a novel approach to education. If it works
1: well, you know the you know you say you mentioned buy in, and I kind of want to expound on that and maybe add some depth to that portion of our conversation. Um, sometimes I, I, I think that the the key to some of those things, and to really all of those things, whether you're trying to get the ball into the end zone or whether you're trying to ensure that um, people are moving in the same direction um, with the same goal, it really comes down to relationships. I think a lot of times we try uh, and we try to have one another do things that really don't serve the greater good. Um, and then we also sometimes forget that the, the key is really me getting to know you and, and you getting to know me on a much deeper level, because those are the things that build trust. And I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in the future that we forget about our now, so if we're talking like football we, we we get so wrapped up in the end zone that we forget about first and ten that we forget about second and five, third and three sometimes we have to look to save to save our right now as opposed to saving our future or the future of our students like what's going on right now and I think some of those things like we want to have like this quick go go quick buying. Quick camaraderie, quick end zone, quick score that we forget that first and 10 is at the beginning of every possession.
2: That's true. That's good. That's really good.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Jamal. This is one of the reasons why I had Zach on, is like his, like, I'm not going to read it over air, but like his two emails to us had so much insight on understanding of who we are first, wouldn't Mm -hmm. you say? Like I, I was so flattered when I got that first email and then the second, because there was a, I know what you guys stand for. and I'm going to use references from the things that you've already brought up. And he knew where both of our hearts lie. Mm -hmm. And I think that that also kind of shows the teacher that Zach is. And I, and I understand. And so I'm echoing that sentiment, like the basics are the basic and that, that, you know, how do you get them motivated to get past the goal line and, and, like my favorite thing to ask when I go to a school, if I'm visiting is like, what is the purpose of school? I just got off literally an hour ago with a teacher uh, from upstate New York. And she wanted me to talk to her students and, I, and she's like, you know, I'm trying to get them to learn for the sake of learning. And I asked her, I'm like, you know, because like, they just wanted to jump through a hoop and call it a grade because she, she's having them do a senior project that it has to impact the community. And they were kind of mad. And they're like, you know, why do we have to do this? Why can't we just turn in an essay? And I said, ask them what the purpose of school is. Because in that answer is like, if it's just like to pretend that we're doing stuff, then okay, they have a right to be said. But if it's to prepare them for the future and to get them involved and get them a, a leg up outside of school, then now all of a sudden, like, that's the key. And I, and I think that's, you know, in Zach's first answer is like, that's, that's the, his first priority. It's the basics of why we're here and how do I motivate you to become something other than just a student.
1: Right. And you know, I think also the interesting thing about Vince Lombardi is uh, I don't know how true this is, but I but I read it in the book. So I'm I'm gonna go with it, right? He would he would he would simply talk to his players as if they've they've already done What he expects them to, Mm. so he'd be in there. Men, we're gonna, we're gonna move the ball this way, and here's how you're gonna do it, and here's who you are. He would speak to them, who they were before they ever became what, before they ever became champions, because that's what most of his teams were. But he would speak to them, and like it was just like this is the expectation. So a lot of some of that buy-in. Some of those, a lot of those things come with also expectation. You know, hope deferred makes the heart sick.
2: Yeah. But hope fulfilled is the tree of life.
0: Yeah, I like that. I, uh, also, I've got, I've got to ask, I mean, um, a lot of times teachers, we had our own educational heroes growing up. Um, mine was two teachers, Mrs. Singleton and, and, uh, and my dad. I always would go, I was, I try to explain to kids. There was this thing called a mall back when I was a kid, but I'd go to the mall and like my dad's <laughs> former students would stop me or would stop my dad. And then they'd look at me and like your dad. And then say like these heroic things about my dad. And, uh, and I appreciated that. Who was your educational hero and, and, and how did you get there?
2: Oh, good night. I'd have a terrible time picking just one. Um,
0: I love that answer already. Awesome. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, I mean I've mean, i got everybody, this is gonna, I'm a movie guy, as you probably figured out from my emails, but I could say everybody from Morpheus to some of my teachers to, um, I'll just pick on the first guy in my train, if you will. Tommy Humphreys taught me how to do ropes course. Ropes course was something I did in, or led in college. And um, it has served me so well as a teacher because in ropes course, you're trying to take a group of people and there are certain parameters and you are trying to get them to accomplish an objective and to become a team along the way.
0: Mm. Um,
2: mm. And Tommy, Robes
0: course is like a, like a high ropes course. Like you're walking on like scary out of your comfort zone ropes course.
2: That's actually, that's called high ropes. And that's like the last thing you do. A full-fledged ropes course is three steps. Initiation games, low ropes, and high ropes.
0: Okay,
2: You're talking about when it's done, you know, quote, right, is um, an individual experience, you know, crossing this, you know, high wire act with the team cheering you on. But the initiation games and the low ropes are where you build the team to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And it's just all about learning to read your group and, and be creative. Like, you know, you change things all the time. Like, you know, maybe you got this one kid who's just, you know, telling everybody what to do and figuring out how to solve the problem. So, you know, you strike everybody with a red shirt mute. And that kid's got a red shirt on. And now the team has to figure out how to, you know, do that. Or this kid can't talk, but he can still sign or, But that serves really well in the classroom because, I mean, your kids are always changing. Hmm. Um, And you just come up with these off the fly, whatever, you know, stories or something like that. Um, You know, so this school used to have whatever, this um, janitor who haunts the place. And today he's haunted the place by um, forbidding from using their left hand. So all your left hands are limp. So we have to do this activity with just your right hands. or And if you're left-handed, then you're going to need to depend on a right handed person or vice versa. Wow. You, know, you just come up with all these off the wall things that one, make it fun, but two, help. Again, the goal is always to build your classroom, build your kids, build your community because people learn best in community, kind of like their buy-in that uh, Jamal was mentioning. So anyway, you, you do that with your kids, and I learned all that from ropes course. So, there's my there's my best attempt at an answer. Tommy Humphrey's teaching me to do ropes course.
1: I don't know uh, if if I had to pick my um, favorite teacher of all time, I would say it was my high school high school football coaches. Um, two in particular, Coach Helt and uh, Coach Cop coach caught me up in the morning and buy me chicken sandwiches and coach helped he just you know he was the, the first guy to really be intentional about me he was the first person he was the first uh, male adult that was like yo like i'm a i'm gonna look out for you he had a weird way of doing it but like <laughs> <laughs> offline i'll tell you i'll tell you some of the stories I don't, <laughs> are even appropriate for our our show. But uh, <laughs> I I knew I knew that he was for me, which kind of get which kind of get brings this to mind. I was talking to a parent today and um you know you know parents sometimes they can get upset and I like I you know I let the parent blow off some smoke and then I asked, I say, you know, what is it what is it that you're what is it that you're looking for? right? Like, what do, you, what do you want to accomplish out of this meeting? So I kind of, you know, brought her back in. She began to tell me. And then I was like, so what I hear you're saying is you you really want, you know, support. And then when I mentioned to her, I said, you know, I want you to know that I'm not against you and I'm not neutral to you. I'm actually for you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just want to hear that, like, I'm not against you and I'm mm. not neutral being neutral to me is just as bad as being against me. But like, I want to know that you're for me. And that that was was the first time that somebody was for me.
0: Mm. True. I like that. I know I, same thing with Mrs. Singleton. Um, Other than my dad, I mean, Mrs. Singleton was, it was the first time my identity was that of a good kid. (laughs) I I was, I was a little rowdy, but uh, she rewarded me for what I was good at. Mm-hmm. and um and that was the first time you know uh unfortunately actually it's been good for me in life i was the dumbest kid in a smart crowd i always have been that's why i like hanging around this life. that's why i hang around jamal i'm like i learn from i learn from people i'm not smarter than jamal but i learned from him and i that's that's been a blessing mrs singleton was that first teacher and hey, that is the tie that binds all three of her answers is people that cared first yeah. um and it's just, it's so funny. It's almost cliche. I mean, t- kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It's been time trust that time tested and, and kid approved, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. um, and, and I, I just, I think, you know, as, as most teachers get into education, they always have that, Oh, I know exactly who that person was. And, and it always has to deal with care. And, and quite frankly, I mean, I, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on Zach. I just, you know, circle back, we're, we're, Jamal and I were just geeked up, just like your email had so many insights onto us and it showed that you cared. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I Like not trying to like, we're so proud. We've, we've got a decent amount of listens, but the amount of people that reach out and give us that kind of feedback was just extraordinary. And we sincerely, sincerely appreciated it. I
2: mean, it's, one of my favorite comedians is a Canadian guy named Red Green. That's his stage
0: name. And I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: Oh, he's great. But one of his one of his taglines is, "Hey, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together." And I just I think that's true of life. Um, competition is a fun thing, but collaboration works wonders too. Um, mm. Even if I can go off on Kung Fu Panda for a minute and feel free. Yes. To but, so. You know, one of the things you talked about was how Miss Singleton uh, helped you uh, be you. And in Kung Fu Panda 3, there's that great line where Shifu tells Poe, I'm not trying to turn you into me. I'm trying to turn you into you. Mm-hmm. And then the best you. When, when Poe becomes a teacher, he realizes that's what he means. Everybody's got different talents, and I have to take my students and work on their particular talents to make them into mm-hmm. the best you they can be. And then as far as the collaboration and buy-in, I think of Kung Fu Panda 2, you know, it's like they work together so well. And to me, the hero of Kung Fu Panda 2 is Tigress, because
1: mm-hmm.
2: he was supposed to be the Dragon Warrior. And if you like, totally don't get any of these references, sorry. I'll I do.
0: You. I, yeah. <laughs> you should watch all three. Anybody that listens to this podcast, we reference it so many times. You should watch all three. <laughs> but go ahead.
1: I just watched this. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, my kids actually tell me instead of a summer reading list, I should give them a summer movie list because I make (laughs) so many references. But anyway, you know, Tigress was supposed to be the dragon warrior, right? The great one. And it turns out to be Poe, who almost literally just drops out of the sky, this panda. But then in the second movie, she is always supporting him. She does these crazy moves to rescue him and make him look good. There's this great scene in the chase scene where she actually pushes Poe um, and he just like shoots off to catch the bad guy. And I say all that because um, at the end of Kung Fu Panda 2, there's a scene where all the good guys come crashing out of this big firework crate. And, you know, it's this big dramatic moment. And Poe looks at his teammates and he's like, I love you guys. And it's just such a great moment of what a classroom should look like, what a team should look like, what a school should look like, you know, everybody caring about one another to accomplish you know, whatever the final objective is. And I mean the big objective, like at North Cobb Christian School, our tagline is together, cultivating hearts, challenging minds, impacting culture, you know, making your elevator speech happen together. Um, and I, I just, the theme I'm hearing uh, is, it's a beautiful thing when people come together and genuinely care about one another and then move forward as a community, as a team. So anyway, Kung Fu Panda geek out over. <laughs>
0: This is what this is. this is. Yeah, I, I said we wouldn't get into your email, but you had so many great Kung Fu Panda references and the fact that you understood our journey through that. So that's where you, you want our hearts over for sure. And and, and just our other you know journey and, and, and insights into Jamal. So, man, we can geek out anytime. We may have to not make this a one time thing. But uh, <laughs> Jamal, anything else you want to point out before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, I, I was I was going to mention something that uh, Zach had said. Uh, he mentioned competition before he started to go on to explain the the, the importance of team and in, in his kung fu panda analogy, which was fantastic. But I also wanted to add to that. Um, some and I, and I read this in a book, so I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Don is actually indeed smarter than I am. He just he says false. like on false. The air false. <laughs> I just sound smart sometimes. No, um competition comes from a Latin word and I don't know how to pronounce the Latin word, but it comes from a Latin word which actually means to strive together. Hmm. Right? To 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 go in a direction together, to strive together. So really competition Mm. in a Latin context
0: makes you both
1: is actually good because yeah. um, we strive together and that's where you know in sports you get competition because I'm striving with a team normally but you know those single sports like golf and tennis made competition all negative and stuff I'm blaming it on tennis wow <laughs> that's
0: I like that actually I started thinking about just competition and how yeah it like at it's most purest form it does make everybody better I, side story when I was in my late twenties, I'd play, (laughs) I'd play this guy in racquetball and and, and he had to be 70 Jamal (laughs) and he would just beat me unmercifully. And one, I mean, he wouldn't break a sweat because every time I'd be slamming against the wall and trying to like, I'd just be going here and there. And then finally I realized he just, he knew geometry. He knew exactly where I was going to hit the ball, but he made me better. I mean, he didn't break a sweat, but I benefited from playing with that old guy. <laughs> he just, oh, it was embarrassing how bad he beat me. But like, I, I I, probably gave him a little bit of a workout and he gave me a lot of insight. And, you know, competition does. It makes everybody, everybody better. If you want to have that mindset.
2: Truth, truth. <laughs>
0: Well, Zach, I want to thank you for being on. Uh, I know we just threw you on here and I'm like, hey, just go with it. One, because we wanted to publicly thank you. I mean, seriously, we, we get DMs, we get emails, but nothing is quite as nice and quite as thoughtful as what you sent to us. And so we wanted to have you on the show. And two, I could just tell by your emails and by our correspondence that you were that teacher. And this Crucial Conversations is just that. It's that teacher. You know, what are you providing for students and, and your insights? And so I knew it'd be, it'd be special. And of course, it was so uh Not i great. sincerely yeah maybe even off air we need to hang too i mean jamal and i just love good conversation so we'll have to we'll have to arrange that so appreciate you appreciate being a I actually we never really said i mean do, do you um any any other place you know we can find you do you want to point people towards the social media or anything else like that
2: yeah um absolutely um i'll do what i can to help out um Sometimes I don't get back to emails right away because I prioritize uh, the lovely lady I'm married to and all that kind of good stuff. But I'll get back to you. So anyway, um, uh, you can find me at North Cop Christian School's website on the staff directory. Um, My name is Zach Schaefer. So both my first and last name get misspelled all the time. But it's Z-S-H-A-F-F-E-R at ncchristian.org. Um, my Twitter handle is a long story, but my Twitter handle is Phoenix, a um, z eighteen ninety nine Yeah, those are probably the two best places to get a hold of me. And if I can uh, serve you, hey, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together.
0: I you couldn't wrap it up any better. Guys, uh, if you just want some insight and you just want to have a a, a great conversation with a really great guy, zach is is that person I, I, I speak for jamal in the sense that yep. you know great feedback and just and what you've heard in this podcast is 100 authentic so for zach schaefer and jamal crook this is Don wetrick reminding you there's opportunities everywhere see ya